The Gorecast is brought to you by American Horrors, the greatest uncut horror channel in the world. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, all horror. As well as the station of decapitation without your head. America's longest running horror channel, www.withoutyourhead.com. The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. What's up, Gorecasters? Welcome back here to the Gorecast on Sunday night. It's been a couple of weeks because the oh, the wankiness of this computer leads into a ball break of an editing schedule on a weekend that's uncontrollable sometimes. I keep telling, I keep telling you, man, it's technology out to get us. What did I ever do to this technology? Nothing. That's that's the answer. I be. I was in proximity to it. So you're in proximity to it today as well, and you know, I, d I, d yeah, but it's already yeah. Fruit. Well, I, I, I kind of don't, I don't want to say what I was going to say because I have a tendency of making life terrible on myself that way. But um, you know what I was going to say. Hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, the plan tonight is to keep as is uh as usual to keep in team with our show on American Horrors that'll be starting up in an hour. Um, which we will hopefully be just finishing in time for. Um, fingers crossed. Katie, what's going on in the chat? Actually, we should do that first. Uh, and also, Sweet Rabbit. And oh yeah, there is somebody else Hi, there, Katie. but I don't know who Hi. it is. Uh, thanks for joining us. Sorry we didn't get to advertise the show as was planned. It was a bit of a touch and go. Was it going to be happening tonight as well? Um, and then everything went well. And you'll get to see the um, fruits of our labors for that later on. But um, as I was saying, the plan for tonight is that we are doing a load of fan-made horror movies because we're reviewing a load of fan-made horror movies over on American Horror tonight, 8.30 p.m. CST and whatever that equates to is GMTs. Um, so we thought we'd, there was a few that got mentioned in the show, but we didn't really get to get into them. Um, Predator Dark Ages being one specifically. Yeah. Um, and there was, an, there was just a couple of ones that we thought... You know, I wouldn't mind having a chat about that as well as what we got to talk about in the TV show. So yeah. um, we have Predator Dark Ages, which is essentially quick synopsis. It's um, what happens if you're in medieval England predator. and the Predator shows up. I'll tell you what, a fuckload of fun. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, we also have yeah, Ghostface, which is uh, a new person has donned the ghost face killer mask in the scream related franchise and is trying to start a new franchise of his own with some different methodology behind it than the people previous to him and also uh, <laughs> i just realized that it's not necessarily in this order <laughs> and also we have um halloween revisited you actually went backwards no they're just completely cockers we're starting with scream oh uh, we also have halloween revisited <laughs> uh which is just a, a nice little halloween flavored short basically yeah where michael tracks down a different member of yeah. the strode family perhaps Long before distant running into cousin relative yeah Twi yeah, the, yeah there's there's an explanation from on the mother's side i don't know that's it but as it's customary 
as it's customary it's on a Sunday far. night, a Wednesday, a Tuesday night, and a Thursday night, we have some news bits for you. So myself and Giz are going to jump over to the newsroom because we're professional that way, and we'll be back with you in two seconds. Oh, the chaos and there carnage in that newsroom. Brilliant. Sorry about that. We had a bit of a, a lag spike there. <laughs> I think... I think That wasn't worrying, yeah. I swear. Um, right. Anyway, uh, while I wait for this encoding overload, sorry we were a little bit jumpy for the time being. Uh, it'll just take a second for everything to catch up. Also, Katie, uh, no worries if you have to head away early. That's perfectly fine. It's not... Yep. We didn't think we were going to come back from our news bit there for a yep. second. It's not school or work, so you don't need to ask for permission to leave. But we do appreciate <laughs> Um. Anyway, you have news Indeed. bits for me. I do, I do, I do. Up first on the board, um, coming out on VOD and in selected theatres, thanks to Brainstorm Media, media even, is um, going to be the female-driven and directed thriller Bloodthirsty, oh, which uh, got its world premiere on the closing night of the virtual Fantastic Fest that's celebration this year. Uh, let's see now. I'm saying that's mm -hmm. some name for uh, for the show, for the thing. Yes. For the horror festival. Mm. Okay. Uh, directed by Amelia, Amelia Moses, uh, conceived and written by mother-daughter Wendy duo Wendy Hill Tout and uh, daughter singer-songwriter Loa uh, Lowell. The film Bloodthirsty is about a vegan singer-songwriter named Grey, who goes uh, played by Lauren right. Beatty, who goes to work on her second album with notorious music producer Vaughn Daniels, played by Greg Brick. But as the album progresses, she starts to transform into a powerful beast with a thirst for blood, meat, oh, and hunt. Very good. Um, I like it. Sure. The the film is set to feature music from the uh, from Lowell Hill Tout, the singer songwriter duo or part of the duo, and also what really caught my attention was um, it's got Michael Winning. Ironside. In Done. It. I'm in. When's it out? I want it. I'm going to get the DVD yeah. box set. What is it? Uh, when is it? Want it. VOD platforms. At G VOD platforms and limited U.S. theater release happens on April 23rd, 2021. We're on a very large screen now, Rabbit. Well, uh, welcome to seeing us in human size. Kind of, because we're tiny. We're tiny. Oh. We're tiny. Oh. Well, in regards to the Skype window, I suppose. Yeah, and the general layout for our uh, COVID-friendly show setups. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get Which larger. Isn't the, the reason we're doing it because it's just easier and it's more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, uh, I'm down for that. 
but I won't lie to you. I was pretty down for it before you mentioned Michael Ironside. But now- yeah, that was the the part. I was kind of like, oh, this could be interesting. This could be interesting. Michael Ironside, I'll watch this. Yay. So, um, right. yeah, like I said, well, coming out April 23rd, 2021. 20, 2021. Oh. oh, wait, it is 2021. Yay. Um, right. Next Aha. up we have. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously got something to do with Netflix. A brand new TV show. Uh, yes. There we go. Um Oh, actually, sorry. This is the second season. Oh, <gasps> uh, what? What's the name of it? All right. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Okay. It's coming along with the second season to Netflix, also on April twenty third. Name of the TV show is Shadow and Bones. It's a series adaptation of best selling Grishaverse novels, um, which I'm imagining is probably going to be. Russian fantasy stuff, considering the names of the characters. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, Shadow and Bone finds in a war-torn world where lowly soldier and orphan Ilyana Starkov has just unleashed an extraordinary power that could be the key to setting her country free. With a, mysterious monst- with a mysterious monstrous threat of the shadow foe looming, Ilyana is torn from everything she knows to train as part of an elite army of magical soldiers known as the Grisha. But as she struggles to hone her new powers she finds that allies and enemies can be one and the same and that nothing is in this lab there are dangerous forces at play including a crew of charismatic criminals and it will take more than magic to survive um i'm assuming in swords or you know a a brain and magic because well yeah you can throw magic around but if you don't have the intelligence to throw it around you know smartly then you're just going to get slapped in the face with yeah, a sword. Yeah but it didn't say that magic isn't crucial crucial to helping you survive. It just said that you won't be able to just survive on magic alone. Yes. Well, sure. That's true of any situation. Hmm. Uh Shadow and Bone is a Netflix production from 21 Laps name. Entertainment. I like that. Starring Jesse May Lee. Starring Jesse May Lee as Ilana Starkov, uh, Archie Renault as... Oh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce you without hearing you first. The names progress into suitably less and less um, pronounceable by me. Well, I can I can definitely pronounce Jasper Fahey. Fahey, you mean? General Kirigan. Fahey. Hmm? F-A-H-E-Y? Fahey. Fahey? Yeah. Fade. Okie dokie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a trailer for the uh, second season up online if anyone's interested. And I imagine perhaps I'm late to the party and there was already a first season and I watched the beginning of this. My bad. This sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard of it. And then when I spotted it, it was only... I managed to bypass the thing that said announced with the second season trailer and moved straight on to everything else in, in the article. Is it in English like, or is it Oops. like a far Right. Okay. I didn't watch the trailer. Yeah, I just When I saw the name Starkov, I assumed Russian, but then when it was Jesse Me May Lee, I'm kinda of like, well, that doesn't sound like a very hmm, perhaps I'm wrong. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. Probably not even tonight. 
as I am notoriously wrong. No, doubtful. Wait, what? Bastard. News bit, I think. Next news bit. Yes, please. Ooh. Okay. This has me excited. No, you go on. Well, yes, it has me excited because for a long time there was talk of a Red Sonja movie because we haven't seen a Red Sonja movie since 1985 and let's be fair, that wasn't the most accurate depiction of the character. Got the job done, I suppose. Uh, she, she was ish. a lady barbarian and been... did have a sword. That's about it. Anyway, um, can, can you can you think of any other proper similarities that drew? No, that's cool. why I'm moving I, I was, swiftly along. I was along just making the, sure there wasn't some the text I'd missed or something like that in the movie. No, 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 no. The fact that they got in like Arnie to not play Conan while still playing Conan was while playing a better it's Conan Arnie actually as Conan, but not Conan. In Red Sonja, a movie about a lady well, barbarian that has nothing Conan. to do with Conan. Well, she does. Well, the Hyborian Age, yeah. there's been crossovers and stuff. Well, there has been in there, there has been in comics since the character wasn't created until 1973, and Robert E. Howard was, to the best of my knowledge, very much dead at that stage. Mm. Anyway, um, like I said, there's been talk of a new Red Sonja film for absolutely fucking ages. In fact, Rose McGowan was set to play the character herself until she ended up being injured in, funnily enough, the filming for the Conan movie, which, by the way, was fantastic because that was a far better depiction of Conan by uh, Jason Momoa than, than Arnie's. But for some reason, everyone thinks that Arnie's monosyllabic version is the I, way that Howard wrote the I character. Like the it things. is not. Sorry. Get to he the does, horsey. Anyway, um, Millennium has been... Millennium has been looking to do a Red Sonja movie for a while now, with uh, Joey Soloway down as being the director of it. Recently, THR has reported that Tasha Ho... Tasha... Mm, I don't want to get this wrong it. again. I'm going to say Ho. H-U-O. How? Wow. Who? How? How? I feel uh, better if you're mangling it as well. That's... Oh, we're so getting kicked off the air again. Anyway. What, for um, not being able to pronounce people's names? Tasha Hua. Because people in this day and age get all like their fucking yeah, names. Uh, okay, right, right. Okay. Well, them. Before anyone gives out, I'm going to send you a load of Irish female names spelt in the way that are spelt in Irish and you go and pronounce those names for me. And if you get all of those but, right. But, but, Tasha is what I got right. It's her surname on Mangolin. Okay, well, I can't... There's... If if you go to any Irish anyway. surname in Irish, it's a fucking mouthful. Mm. Guarantee you get Sean McGillibon. Anyway, uh, that's me. That is that. That's not even close to me. All oh, right. Anyway, I know it's not uh, close because Sean's John Tasha, for what? Jonathan. Tasha who is going to be writing Red Sonja for the Millennium. That's pretty much what I was trying to get to. She's also, by the way, going to be show running the. Netflix Tomb Raider series, which has been recently announced. You know, I'm okay so, with that. Um, it could, could be because I've been stuck into the Tomb Raider games for the last couple of months because they've been giving them away on PS4. But I'm in the mood Possibly. for a Tomb Raider TV series. Are they going kind of with the young Lara Croft of the more modern games? 
or are they going with the more? I don't know. I'm reading an article oh, yes, about I Red Sonja. Forgot. Sorry, I got sidetracked with video game shit. False. Well, apparently, apparently Tasha loves Red Sonja, and she always has done. Um, she was so honored to be to help shepherd her story and start the cinematic journey. There could be there could not be a greater moment in our world for Red Sonja's ways of wielding power and her connection with nature and our planet. Uh, oh, this is actually Sodaway that was saying this in a statement. Oh no, sorry. What? They worded that weirdly. That's the the word. Okay. Sorry, that was a statement from Joey Sodaway who's still on board to direct it. My bad. Jesus fuck. Uh, you, you all right there, Ted? Not really. Can we just move on to the reviewing of Finland's part before I butcher anything else? Hey, do you, know, <sighs> do you know what, bro? If it's any consolation, I thought you did a banging job. No, you don't. You don't agree. Wash out this. I I thought you did a great job. Anyway, fucking anyway, majestic would be the, the word I use. With any luck, the character we get in the whenever it arrives on Red Sonja movie will hopefully be a little bit more in line with the 1973 comic character as opposed to the 1985 movie character, which wasn't bad, but wasn't exactly right. Uh, that's one way of putting it. As I said, Great. Yeah, as I said, they got the barbarian sword-wielding horse lady part right. And... Yeah. And you know, that's three facets in the defense of the original Red Sonja movie. That's three facets you could have fucked up, but you didn't. So I will give you a pat in the back that way. I'm trying to end on a positive ah. note. Okay. That's the end of the news. We're going back to the studio now. Bloink. <laughs> Is it the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs>back in the studio now really avoiding giz from having her pronunciation nightmare i don't know why i'm all tongue twisted tonight and it's not working out well i mean my twisted tongue is a very good thing you <laughs> i'm just gonna put that out there now <laughs> and ah is usually followed on from that when is usually followed on when i do things like Angry that now <laughs> anyway will we move on to our movies for the night might be might for be for the, the best, best. right perhaps. so first up we have a uh, ghost face i'm not aware of the year <laughs> come to think of it i think it's 2018 no it's not that was the halloween no that might have been the halloween one Ghostface was made earlier, 2006. That's um, Brian Kupik, or Kupke and uh, John Slade, yes. wasn't it? Ghostface and Philip. Yeah, I think that was 2006. 2006. So we got around to it eventually. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you... You get everything you're kind of looking to have in 
a scream movie in this. Although I will say that the killer is what some could say exponentially chattier than in any of the other movies. Well, well no, I, I kind of liked it. The ra- I like the effect that they did voice. The, uh, the rationale as to why he's a lot chattier is very sound. Because customarily, all, all, well, no, all of the no, ghost face people, they do most of their chatting when they're doing the mandatory big reveal of who they are. And that's when they get all chatty where he's, he, this guy, this guy has no interest in getting his name out there or trying to make a name for himself or anything. He wants to make a name as Ghostface. No one knows what I look like. No one knows who I am. Yeah, I'm just going to be a really cool serial killer that just goes murdering who I want while wearing some dapper attire. Yeah, so he's trying to track down um, Sydney, Dewey, and... <gasps> it's uh, 2018 the for the Ghostface film, yeah. Uh, the one I'm looking Is at it? here says 2018. Ghostface 2018 fan film. Oh. I thought you said I was writing it was 2006 a few minutes ago. Yeah. Oh. Okay, fair enough. I have no checked it up. Um, it was 2006. Okay. What's the name? Sydney. There we go. No, no, not no, no, no. not Sydney, not Gale. Dewey. What's the reporter? Gail Weathers. Thank you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, couldn't remember for a second. So, go, this ghost face is trying to track down Dewey, Sydney, and Gail. And she has, it starts off with one guy tied up. And for some reason, he's not saying a word as Ghostface is meticulously. Ex- Meticulously weird, describing exactly what he's going to be doing to him snap. next. You and I both said meticulously at the same time. Because it was the most appropriate yeah, word for what he does. the fact that he was definitely getting murdered what only can be described as quite well. He did. He did. And like, he's he's basically, it's being outlined for him that he's an idiot if he keeps his mouth shut. He's an idiot if he doesn't he give up the information. maybe he was having like a manly man moment. Do you know what I mean? Do you know where you're kind of like, I can't give up the info. Which means I'm definitely going to get my shit stabbed in. Maybe I just won't freak out. Go out with a bit of decorum and a bit of dignity. Mm. I'm, I'm just trying to Maybe. put some substance behind it. I won't lie to you. I found it really, a wee really bit odd how well he... like. I, I would go for the decorum and dignity factor as well. But I probably would have said something. Do you know what I mean? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Uh, once I eat my way through these ropes, you're fucked. Um, you call that a knife. This is a knife. You know, try and lighten the mood, maybe. I, d- I don't know. It depends what way I'm going to go. But I, like, I won't be a, a screamy little bitch boy. But I would try and... Might I, might I recommend a red Chardonnay? I'm not going to fucking eat. For when you try to eat my liver, of course. That's a good way of getting stabbed instantaneously, I think. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You think I'm a cannibal? Uh, well, look, from what I've read and seen on news documentaries, you're either fucking me or eating me. <laughs> that, you know, that might be the offensive that could I, work. We I, just actually just upset and disgust him to a point that he just leaves. Are you frozen or are you just looking at me in... Gizzles. Gizzles. 
Well, we've lost Giz anyway, from the sounds of it. Um, I should probably mail him and let him know. Is he or is he? I can't tell. The smile seems to be getting bigger. Maybe I'll just hang up his call and bring him back in. Oh, you were no, frozen. I'm back. All right. Okay. I, the, the smile on your face while frozen looked oh, like it was yeah. getting. What? And I think I'm back again. Yeah, you are. You are back. You've been back for. I was. I was saying. Um, the smile on your face while frozen looked like it was getting bigger. I thought you were actually trying to pull a porky on me. No, you were frozen. Like the call said for me, disconnected and everything. You were frozen in the most bizarre face ever. Oh, you were uh, just like, it was your net went down because you were mid words. Uh, well, I the stream it was never yours went. That went down. Did for me. That would explain why it did for me there. Yeah, no, no, the stream didn't shut anyway. down as far as I know. I know I was still moving on camera. It wasn't like a, a freeze thing. Anyway. But I was sitting... Anyway. Shaking my yeah. fist. Anyway, needless to say, things don't go too well for our silent captor. Captee. Hostage. Captive. And I Hostage implies I was, he's being ransomed off to somebody. He's a captive. He ain't going nowhere. Um, yeah. So things don't go too well for him. And then uh, we meet one of his... What can only be described as... At the risk of sounding like a bit of an a-hole here, less intelligent co-workers. I won't lie to you. I just, at no stage did I feel this mm. woman wanted to survive. Yeah, the fact that, like, um, when she answers the phone and the first thing that she's asked is, are you in your house yet? No, I'm still outside because I had to answer the phone. Could have, like, yeah. still answer the, going in, maybe? The killer's coming for you, possibly, maybe. Oh, no, where's the gun you had? I obviously sold that for fucking whatever. I thought you'd know that I'd sell the gun. I don't like firearms. Okay, look, whatever about your... Mo now is the time to be like, you know, guns probably aren't so bad. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, she just... And what house doesn't have knives? I found that... she. Look, I... Um, yeah, her survival instincts are lacking, is the best way of describing this lady. Um, but uh, yeah, she works for some law firm, or is it the police... No, I think I think that's what it is. I think the two of them work yeah. for a law firm or something like that. And or is it a? No, I think it's after it's it's set after the other film. So I think they actually work for a, like a film production company or something. Is that what it is? I lost track because I just uh, anyway. Essentially, they have the location and contact details and all of that for Sydney Prescott, mm. Prescott, Sydney Prescott, Gail Weathers, and Dewey. 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 Yeah, Riley. I had Riley. I thought it was Riley. It's been so long since you has anyone ever used his last name? No. He yeah, was like even when he was a Dewey. police officer, he was Officer Dewey. <laughs> oh, I thought they actually called him Deputy Dewey. Did I just do no, that the in my si head? Uh, the sister used to call him Deputy Doofus. I, okay, um, close enough. Anyway. Yeah, so, uh, needless to say, Ghosty shows up. 
And once again, there's a very elaborate conversation with threats involved and a large knife, a large, large knife that he leaves in no question whatsoever. You're not surviving this blade. This isn't one of those, you know, did he die? Did he not yeah, die? No, you're a, definitely going to fucking die. Like, I'm breaking this bone with this knife. That's how good this knife is. I, like limbs off. Not a problem. This really is a knife. Go get a spoon yeah. if you want to compare. Yeah. Like it, it was so big that I would be remiss if I didn't mention, I'd say it was literally maybe two an- inches off a machete. Yeah. It's a boy said, knife. It's literally just two or three inches off a machete. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so he explains uh, his whole ethos about what he's doing, that, uh, you know, where all the other ghost faces is fucked up, talking too much, which I... F- and explaining all their stuff <laughs> while he's talking too much and explaining all of his stuff. But, as I said... I'm kind of okay with this, whereas opposed to like, you know, opposed to me being like um, Billy or any of, yeah, I have no, I'm not Billy wearing a costume to go kill some people. I'm getting rid of me. Me is what I do during the daytime and Ghostface, he's, he's like a superhero, but of murder. He's like a supervillain. I was remiss. I didn't want to use the word supervillain because he literally said in the short film that he wasn't like one of those supervillains. Even though I was like... Fair point. Totally are. Fair point. Actually, actually... Hey, Bray, how are you? Supervillains don't do alter egos anyway. They are evil all the time. <laughs> Except on Sundays when it's like family time. Yeah. Reminds me of um, John Lithgow from Dexter. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking Skeletor. What? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, um, look, all so, in all, this yeah. is a this is a fun little one, and if you're kind of interested as to what way could the Scream franchise go, um, this would be an interesting one where he's he's a more serious style killer, I suppose. Yeah, I like I said, I think it's just um, admittedly, you know, though, like I said, he does talk a lot. But the way I see it is those other guys, when they were doing a lot of their talking, it was after they'd taken off their mask when they were being stupid. And it's like, ah, That's look at me. That's what I said great. earlier. <laughs> Whereas this, this guy's kind of like. Yeah, this guy, this guy does. Okay, his, yeah, but this I'm guy does his talking as Ghostface. Like you, you're physically going to need yeah. to murder this guy for you to find out who he is. He has no interest in pulling a mask off. He has no fucking agenda as to why he wants you. He just likes killing people. And the best... Except at mm-hmm. the end when we get a clear. Except at the end when... Go on. We get a clue. Little clue. Little clue. Little clue. Just a little bit. It's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. But he's not fucking around is the story with this thing. Do you know what I mean? I do my bit of chat, everyone gets murdered, and then I go about my day. That's it. Mm, mm, kill, kill, kill. Mm. Anyway, that's Ghostface from uh, 2018 or 2006. Um, we're going to hit you with the trailer for us, because... See, uh, oh. Actually, I think I can figure... I think I, I, think oh, I know yeah. what the issue is here, right? I think it was... Um, 
I think it was made and originally done in 2006 and then re-released in 2018 because there is a bit underneath um, written by uh, Brian Kupke and he actually says that this is a film I did with John Slade and I think that's where it okay. says 2006 and that's where I got, All right, perfect. got it in okay, my head. Cool. Well, we're going to hit the trailer for uh, Ghostface and then we're going to be back where we're going to be talking about uh, where we're, you and I are going to be revisiting Halloween, I suppose would be the best way of putting it. Yes. Uh, we'll, yes. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Yes, we are. Alrighty, so that was the trailer for Ghostface. I like that trailer. There's something something very ominous and yeah, menacing about yeah, him just cool. putting in the voice synthesizer and I was Especially with the music it makes yeah. it nice and creepy. And then the little turn to camera the little turn to camera uh, it was really good as well. <laughs> uh just briefly I'm gonna say hello to Bree who popped yeah. up in the chats. Um yeah, no, I, to be honest, like I said, all things being equal, I think it did a decent enough job. I like the look of the mask. He even comments on it's an, yeah. it's a new mask and it's kind I, of I will say also and this this it, what's the correct term for it? A new interpretation. No, no, no. no. When you make a, uh, when you make old clothes or when you make new clothes look old and ragged and stuff. No, no. Antiquing is where you make. Antiquing is where you make stuff look old. 
No, it's specific for clothing. I can't remember what it is. There is a there is a term, and I can't fucking remember what it is. Um, yeah. So next up, we have um, Halloween revisited. Actually, I'm going to say in credit to all three uh, groups of people that made these movies, they're all very professionally shot. Like the the actual, the, especially when we get yeah. this and uh, the Halloween one, especially and. Dark Ages are both cinema quality shooting. It just happens to be in short film format. I just oh, remembered the term I was distressed. trying to remember. Distressed. Okay. Lovely. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Anyway, um, next up, as I said before we got into the trailer, we're revisiting Halloween with Halloween Revisited. Um... So this is just, uh, as Giz and I were kind of mentioning at the start of the show, very simple premise to this. There is another member of the Strode family that's been uncovered by Michael. And he's going to go fuck her shit up. His shit up. His. Sorry. Yeah. The the idea is that um, when they were younger, Michael and his cousin used to play together and then, like... One night, Michael's switch just flips and off he goes into the insane asylum. So years later, it's the night that Michael gets out and this cousin is at home with his girlfriend. They're watching films. Some kids arrive to the house. He's like, I don't have any candy. Go away. And the girlfriend makes a comment about, you know, it's Halloween. Everyone celebrates Halloween. And he recounts the story of how his cousin went nuts, killed his family, got put away. You know, they used to be, they used to hang out together. He even went to visit him in the asylum, but it was like totally different. He was just spaced out and looking at the wall. It was yeah. the only time that he'd ever seen him. So ever since that night, he just couldn't get into the Halloween spirit. So while this is going on, we get interspersed with like this shadowy figure approaching the house and looking in through the windows and watching them. And, you know, the girlfriend kind of like, oh, well, sorry, I brought that up. Tell you what, I'll go have a shower. I'll come back and we'll have a bit of fun, maybe. So she goes off to have the shower and he thinks that he hears her walking around in the kitchen, I guess, because he starts asking her. To that make confused me that bit that I was like, and she goes into the shower. Where, where in the implied I'm going to go shower and then we're going to get to it. Did I'll take some popcorn as well. If that's, you know, if that's going. Hey, I'm into most kinks like anyone else. And, you know, why not? But it's just. Didn't she say she was going to the shower, not making popcorn yeah. when she came back? Though what you said about hearing footsteps in the kitchen does kind of make sense as well, come to think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he continues to think that that's what he's hearing. And then a few minutes later, while he's... They, they timed it well because he's watching um, uh, Don, or the original. Night of the Living Dead. And so the original... So just as the film, uh, as Barbara starts screaming, is when his girlfriend who's up in the shower, all of a sudden gets a kettle, yeah, kettle full of steaming hot water, which is what Michael was doing, the shadowy figure was doing, messing around in the kitchen, steaming hot water into her face, and then knifey, knifey, stabby, stabby, deady, deady. But it's timed really well, so he doesn't have a clue about it. And then eventually he comes upstairs, and this is the part that had me kind of going... What this make? Because he's just sta- standing there staring at him for a few minutes and then the inevitable happens. But it's good and it's very, very well shot and it's a nice little 
prologue or intercede, I suppose, while the rest yeah, of the events of what I, what Halloween I like are as well happening. Is like, I know it's never like come up in the Halloween franchises before, but I mean, hey, this is as applicable as anything because they've fucking stopped and rewritten the canon storyline of that fucking franchise so many times now at this stage. Um, but it fits into the overall realm of the Michael thing. Like, it does make sense that, you know, hey, tie up some extra other loose ends on my way to tie up the main knot. Do you know what I mean? Actually, it also kind of, um, while it's not necessary, it also adds in a little piece that could kind of help you kind of go, all right. When um, the cousin is talking to his girlfriend and they're talking about Laurie, he explains that Laurie came to live with them for a while. So if the cousin went to visit, hence him going there looking for Laurie, the cousin also mentions that Laurie is out babysitting tonight. So while we did obviously have Michael stalking Laurie the whole way through the original film, it's also an extra piece of information to kind of go, well, if he didn't know it before, he definitely knows it now because he would have heard the cousin saying it. So he knows to look but for her also, somewhere else. But it also, like it also relativizes, or it, it, it puts everything smack bang in that storyline. Do you know what I mean? Which I like, because it makes sense mm. that it's like, if the only place that he knows that Laurie was definitely is the cousin's house, it makes sense that the first pit stop the, would be the cousin's house. Exactly. And work, we'll, exactly. I'll branch out from there, depending on how well the cousin encounter goes. You know? Um, um, yeah, go on. I was going to say overall, it's just like you were saying before, it's really well shot. It's it gets the feel of the original film perfectly. Yeah, the the, you know? the look and the tone and the the way they bring the suspense and stuff is in there. And there's some smart little um, nods to other movies. Like, I mean, like that someone getting stabbed while a horror movie is playing in the background, I think happened in a Halloween movie as well. Oh, Okay, I, I thought you were going to mention the fact that the shower scene was very like psycho because it's just got the yes. water going down the drain. Yeah, but I, I just I liked how I liked how they did the intelligent thing, and it was like he, he it's it was like Michael was waiting for the screams of the films. Just although Michael being Michael, he probably didn't give a shit. No, it just, but it still worked out. Yeah, well. it just worked out well. No, but it, like you can tell, the guy's a big horror fan. There's a lot of little um, nods to other movies, not so much as in directly referenced within the movie itself but in the actual cinematic production process as i said like like as you said there's the the shower shot which is synonymous with psycho um there's a couple of big movies i'm nearly full sure was in a halloween movie where someone gets stabbed as someone's getting fucking fucked in the murdered in a horror movie on the television yeah um yeah this is really good if you like your halloween stuff um, it, it's going to tick all your boxes because it hits everything um, with the Halloween related stuff tone look music killer all of that kind of thing and if you like seeing full-blown additions into the actual storyline there's a lot of so fit that because it's literally in there because in fairness a lot of fan films are people uh releasing their ideas do you know what i mean like like the marvel like the what if series of um yeah do you know what i mean whereas this is very much you could tag this on to the start of halloween it's um it's worth mentioning actually that the opening shots of this were done and then apparently because 
apparently they had an original 98 Shatner mask and they had done it like it was it was the proper huh. fucking thing. They did the opening shots and then someone stole the mask. Wow. So Iran was like, fuck. So they had to Backstarts. get, uh, he had to get some, they, he had to get some like cheaper version replacement and then he had to redo it himself to make it look like the one that he well, had before. if that's the case, I'm going to say but bloody to, good job, sir, because that is, uh, it was a bloody yeah. good, uh, like no issue with the mask whatsoever when I was watching it. If I hadn't read that there was something that had happened to the mask, I wouldn't have known that something had happened yeah, to agreed. the mask. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. 100%. You know? um, anyway, we're going to hit you with the trailer for um, Halloween Revisited, and then we're going to be back talking and drooling about the epicness that is Predator Dark Ages. for me so if it has frozen it hasn't no. frozen up yet on my end so just stopped there yeah so that was the trailer for halloween revisited had the same release date as um the remake of the omen yeah it came up at the really? end of the thing the 6th of the 6th 2006 which i remember distinctly was the omen release date as well for the remake oh huh. obviously huh. that was well yeah. timed yeah oh yeah obviously yeah do, do you know omen yeah, but um, 
once again, can't overstate how much the feel of it works into the original Halloween movie. The, the, probably because we did have in the original film those scenes where Mike is pretty much looking yeah. in windows at people, and that was much of what he was yes. doing in this. Sorry, I wasn't particularly paying attention to what you said there. You're going to have to repeat that. <laughs> I was saying that the film had the same feel, or that this had the yeah. same feel as the original Halloween movie, primarily, I think, because of the stalking nature of Yeah, you're, the guy that had playing Michael did a very good job of playing Michael. I think it was the guy that might have made the film. Well, then he did a very good job of playing Michael. Like he had to walk down the whole, um, you know, he wasn't too fast, he wasn't too slow. Very uh, robotic with his actions of killing. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Well, I might have been wrong about who was playing him. But yes, okay. you were absolutely right about how he depicted the character. Yeah. Whoever played him, jolly good show, sir. How about that? We'll leave it at that. Hmm. Right. Uh, last up, we have um, <sighs> Predator Dark Ages. Goddamn kids, strap on in because this is a hell of a lot of fun. So. We're back in medieval England. Some people have been getting murdered. Some knights have been sent out to find out what's going on. Uh-oh. It's a predator. Yeah, um, it's worth noting that it's not necessarily England, but it is Knights Templars that are involved because they would have been in France and Spain and things like that as well as the Crusades were on. They would have been intentionally spreading east, but, but you know, English, okay. English, English knights. In miscellaneous country. How's that? Yeah, okay. pretty much. That yeah. okay there for um, you, bud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, Marshall Thomas has been called into a situation because, well, as the as the friar that meets him puts it, um, the village nearby has made a rather generous contribution to the order, so clearly it's God's will that we get involved. Even, even Marshall Thomas is kind of like, yeah, God's will, oh, right? Not buying it for a second. Um, Thomas has been welcome in back, the Crusades Katie. and is naturally disenfranchised with the. Oh, welcome back, Katie. Uh, Thomas has been in the Crusades and is naturally disenfranchised by the whole, you know, killing in the name of bit. And <laughs> I thought you might like that. Um, and has been summoned back because, quite honestly, he has a reputation for being a badass. Him and his band of merry men, including Freya, who. Um, you know, is very much, despite the fact being a woman, more or less a man, according to everyone else in the group. Um, there's even a, a joke about, haha, he thought you were a woman. Um, unfortunately, there is there is one slight rub in Thomas's little field day, despite the fact that, you know, obviously the stories about witchcraft and a dragon and all the rest of his bollocks, there's clearly something there, but pfft. The big rub is the fact that um, this demon, as the, yeah. the people well, are calling it, well, in fairness, it, for medieval times, been encountered... it's a fair assessment. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, the big rub is that it, it, it's that this demon has been encountered before, and they have the person that encountered it before here to help them. And um, well, unfortunately, he's uh, kind of the enemy as far as you're concerned because it's a Saracen. You know those guys you've been chopping into for the last oh yeah. decade or so. Yeah, one of them. Hey, Father Gary, and, um, how long are we killing all He's of not them? too happy. Uh, to... Oh, Jesus, it's at least 15 years. Okay, cool. Well, sure. And that's just this crusade. We're not. I'm not quite sure which yeah. one they were on to at that Could stage. Could be version 2.0. But, um, yeah, so uh, Saeed has, has given up 
bollocks about religion because this thing is happy to kill Muslims as well as it is Christians. But if Marshall Thomas doesn't want his help, unfortunately, the friar insists, no, no, Marshall Thomas needs your help. So yeah, it's happening. Frozen up. At so, the um, we is back. There we go. I should be fine. Um, begrudgingly, Marshal Thomas takes Saeed with him into the forest as himself and his troop make way to try and track down this demon. Um, along the way, they ask Saeed about their, his encounter with it, um, how he killed it. He replies that he didn't. He just yep. survived because the thing got bored and yep. shagged off. It had had its He's fun and was done. wily. I'll just fucking fuck it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Thomas is kind of like, okay, look, we're going to uh, split up and see what we can see. Oh yeah, that's it. Sorry. They come across the remains of a dead Templar and uh, I think some bodies hanging from trees. There's there's some nice displays being left. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Um, they decide to split up. Uh, one of the Terrible groups encounters idea. the Predator. Yeah. One of the groups encounters the Predator. I have to say, this is the part where I honestly just went, holy shit, because they got the cloak as perfect as the films. Yep. Better, in fact, than one or two versions I've seen. Yep. It, it's like, it, it, this, this is was, like very, very high quality. Like if you like, you'll see when the trailer is playing as well, even the actual film quality itself is straight up Hollywood. It looks amazing. It's lit yep. great. You know, there's nice this foggy atmospheres and everything like it doesn't. There's, there was a budget behind this, is what I'm trying to say. If there, there is supposed to be another Predator movie in the works. If there is, huh. word to the wise, maybe think about getting this and sticking it on like as a DVD bonus thingy or something like that, because it'd be well fucking worth it for any Predator fan that hasn't seen or it. Or just realize that and Predators have been worth... around since fucking fuck knows when, and you could have them show up at any point in time, which could be quite interesting. Actually, it would work in very well with the next proposed Predator movie, considering when it's supposed to take place. It is back in medieval times, isn't it? No. Not medieval. Um, I don't know about medieval exactly, but I think it's um, Native Americans. Okay. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's going to be fucking... Yeah. That's going to be good. That's going to be Bone Tomahawk, yeah. but Predator. Yeah. Anyway, um, as I was saying, like, uh, uh, what impressed me at this stage was the fact that it was, was basically the Predator 1 cloak. That's the best yeah. way I can put it. Because that, like, 2 had it perfect. Um, Saeed and Freya, yeah, that's it, are left standing. Um, Freya decides to do the stupid thing of going off and chasing the Predator, while Saeed does the somewhat more intelligent thing of screaming, Jin! Because he had told them earlier that, you know, that's what we call it, yep. a Jin, a demon. The rest of the lads catch up just in time to hear screams of Freya, yep. naturally. Um, the, let's see, split up again with Thomas taking side with him. Two of the other lads head off. Uh, there's a cool encounter with them. They also naturally don't last long. Everything culminates in a fantastic Schwarzenegger-style standoff. Because Thomas has basically turned around Saeed by the end of it and gone, look, it's just you and me. We need to deal with this. Saeed's kind of gone, well, actually, um, I've done my job. If you want to die, that's your business. Me, 
I don't want to. I very much want to live. So bye-bye, shags off. Um, you do get, once again, very reminiscent of the original Predator. And everything about this is as much of an homage to the original Predator film as you can get while still delivering a fantastic original yep. story. So you get the you get the nighttime standoff. You get the you get Marshall Thomas dropping on a torch in the middle of basically the killing grounds, looking for a predator, screaming at the top of his lungs, gone yeah, yeah, hard enough, yeah. basically. I, can I say um, I love that because it's like as hard ass as fucking Ernie and Danny Glover were made out in the movies, do you know what I mean? They went on the defensive offensive against the predator, whereas that knight literally pulled out his shield and just walked through the woods just like Come on, motherfucker, let's get fighting. <laughs> I, I think I, that was one of the reasons that I think the Predator what? was so willing to walk away as well, that he was kind of like, you know what? These two boys have exhibited this epic amount of ballage in front of me. Actually, I, I was going to say, do you know what? That's probably why the Predator just, not even cloaked, just walked up, waited for it to yeah. turn around and went, Fair How fight. Doing? Let's go. Boom. Yeah, and it, it was a was fucking good. class fight too because the Predator drew a... He actually drew the sword most likely from the Templar that he had slain last and it's actually a yeah. sword fight until the Templar disarms the Predator and the Predator goes, screw this, whips out the claw. Oh no, he sticks him, headbutts him, whips it's out the claws. It's a great fight. fight. It's a great it's fight. A great and fight. it's totally in the Predator's MO to be like, okay, okay, we want to do sword battle. We can do sword battle. That's fine. <laughs> I use Predator. Okay, you're really good with this sword. I'll probably just go to go to the thing that I know how to use properly. <laughs> Schnicked. <laughs> Get my Wolverines still on. Still a bladed weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a bladed weapon. It's completely fair. Um, All in all, this, go see it. Yeah. It's on YouTube. You'll All the info will be in the trailer when the trailer starts playing. Go watch it because it's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, written, directed, produced by James Bush, who did just a fucking amazing job. I especially like the fact that the music of this, every single piece of music in it, is basically the Predator soundtrack, except done with medieval instruments in medieval times. Think like Robin of Sherwood, that kind of yeah. deep, ominous style applied to the Predator Indeed. notations, I well, suppose. As I said, uh, go check it out. Uh, all of these are on YouTube. Um, myself and Gizby back with our ratings there in a couple of minutes um, after the Predator trailer and to say our goodbyes and let you know what's coming up in American Horrors very shortly. So we'll catch you in a moment. That was the trailer for Predator Dark Ages. Okay, really quickly, because we don't have a, a super amount of time, just in case the TV show is kicking off at the right time. Uh, 
ratings yeah. out for uh what's your star rating for the movies? For uh for Ghostface, um both one for Ghostface. Uh, I'll, I'm happy with one for Ghostface as uh, well. Yeah. Uh, say one and a half for Halloween. I, I'd go full two. The only thing that bugged me with that movie was that I think there was as much mm. credits as there was movie. I just didn't like how he meant stood there at the end rather than doing yeah, he something. Froze, he, he bricked it. It happens. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, um, two. I think it's safe to say. Two. Safe to say, Predator Dark Ages. Frack yeah. yeah. Um, and that's it. Anyway, as is customary, myself and Gazer over on American Horror starting. Um, if all going well, should be starting in the next couple of minutes, where we're going to be talking about some other awesome, fucking, seriously awesome fan films. Um, about some of our famous favorite horror movie characters. We don't have a trailer for it. Uh, this week, but uh, I'll give you a little treat, and you can see the trailer for next week's episode instead where we're going to be talking about some of the wackiest works of Nicolas Cage in horror, and we're also going to be reviewing um, Willy's Wonderland, which, from what I understand, is batshit fucking mental. Um, okay, the show's actually show's actually starting now. Also, uh, if you're new to the channel, uh, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button down below. Um, really helps with the channel and get everything out there. And if you hit the bell, it should notify you as to when everything's going on. Other than that, from myself and the Giz, we'll catch you next week. We're going to be talking about some more horror bollocks. Here's the uh, trailer for next week's episode where myself and Giz ran into young Nicholas Cage in the street during the week. It went weird. God damn, it's hot as fuck today. Oh, yeah, it's lovely out. <sighs> Is that... Nicholas Cage? We should go over and introduce ourselves, man. I don't think that's a good idea. He looks like he's having a mental breakdown or something. He always looks like he's having a mental breakdown. It's Nicholas Cage. We have to go introduce ourselves. Come on. Hey, Mr. Cage, dude, it is so cool to meet you. We're big fans of your work. Well, he is. What? No, I'm not talking about fairy tale love. I'm talking about a mature relationship. We think I'm a kid. No, I don't think you're a child. I'm very confused. Told you, mental breakdown. You see what love. Oh, very good. Anyway, uh, this is... I'm Johnny. This is my heterosexual life partner, the kids. We do a horror show. We thought it'd be really cool to come over and introduce ourselves, have a chat, maybe. Sharon. Oh, what a beautiful day. Who's Sharon? Are you Sharon? Uh, neither of us. Telling you mental breakdown. Well. <laughs> Just thought I should tell you. Okay. It's blown off my mind. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? Man, I'm telling you, his rubber snapped. He probably went all fucking method doing that Willie's Wonderland film recently. God, Sharon. No, I. Oh, we. Hmm. We. I'd love to, but we really can't. We have a. T uh. We have a. T t uh. No. Like that too. 
Jesus Christ, well, that was actually, weird as fuck. I'm, I am telling you. You know what? This gives me a good idea for an episode. Join myself in the kids this Sunday, 8 30 p.m. CST, and whatever's other place to his GMTs, only on American Horror City. We're going to be talking about some of Nicolas Cage's craziest roles in horror, as well as reviewing Willy's Wonderland, which has recently come out. You know, I think he was having a mental breakdown. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs>